Hello and welcome back to the Church of Jesus Christ study session with Come Follow Me. I'm your host Matthew Roberts and this is season 4 episode 104 of this daily study podcast. Thank you so much for joining us once again today as we conclude this week's study of our Come Follow Me materials uh, in the week of April the 4th to April the 10th covering Exodus chapters 14 to chapter 17 and we're going to conclude chapter 17 today uh, with concluding the experience of uh, the water, the Israelites seeking more water as they are travelling through the wilderness and of course the experience of the battle between the Israelites and the Amalekites uh, and the sustaining of the prophets. Um, some great things to cover here so let's conclude here. Um, so we just finished where the points where Moses was spoke to the Lord about the Israelites and their Uh, murmurings about water again and the Lord tells Moses in verse 5 of Exodus 17 go on before the people and take with thee of the elders of Israel and thy rod wherewith thou smotest the river take in thine hand and go behold I will stand before thee there upon the rock in Horeb and thou shalt smite the rock and there shall water come out of it that the people may drink Um, so Moses does this and there's a number of things we need to pick out from this I mean clearly the symbols of Christ again. I mean, just as we enter into this Easter week ahead of us, uh, this is a really powerful uh, symbol. I mean, for for a start, the rod that Moses is told to go with is a symbol of God's power. It's something which he has been using throughout his ministry amongst the Israelites in Egypt to begin with, and now um, in the wilderness with them. And of course, we we refer to the Savior as as His word being like a rod. Um, So there is a symbol of Christ already there, smiting the rock, who is also the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ. And then the living water that comes out of the rock, that comes forth from the rock. Um, It's the Saviour speaking words of life to the the people. I mean, this is a very physical thing which they are requesting. But, you know, if they're seeking for the physical, they're very, they're most likely missing that spiritual aspect of it as well. Um, that the, water, the the living water comes forth out of the rock of our Redeemer, who is Christ. Um, just such a beautiful symbol um, there, which we could easily miss and just see it as a, a show of God's power, which, of course, it was as well uh, to the Israelites. But um, we need to find Christ uh, in the Old Testament, and he is there completely throughout it, uh, which is brilliant to see and to recognise. So uh, we then move into this final account uh, in this section uh, where there, this battle takes place. Uh, Amalek um, comes to Israel and fights them. Um, and Moses says to Joshua, choose us out men and go out to fight with Amalek. Tomorrow I will stand on top of the hill with the rod of God in mine hand. So you'll notice here, first of all, that this is the first reference we have of Joshua. Uh, and Joshua is given a very specific uh, direction or delegation from Moses to go and fight this battle. Um, and he is obedient straight away. Joseph, it says in verse 10, So Joshua did as Moses had said to him and fought with Amalek. And Moses, Aaron and Hur went up to the top of the hill. Um, so the first lesson I learn here is that we all have a role to play. And then Moses goes uh, to the top of the hill and he isn't there because he's resting. He is there to play his part. So we all have a role to play in the work. Uh, and this is clearly something which uh, we can learn from this experience of Joshua and Moses. But then we have uh, what Moses does on top of the hill to have a look at as well. So we know that when Moses raised his hands, uh, as the story goes, then Israel prevails in his battle. But when his arms hang down... Um, then Israel were getting were being fought back. Um, so Aaron and Hur um, take a stone 
put it under Moses and they stay up his hands. There's a couple of things here which we can learn from this uh, again. And the first really is uh, given by Sterling W. Sill, who says, quote, if we all hold up clean, honest, industrious hands to God, then his work will prevail. And then it will not be long before the prayer of the master is fulfilled, wherein he said to his father, thy kingdom come, thy will be done as it is in heaven. And, my, and may God bless you, brothers and sisters, that all of us together may effectively hold up our hands to God and that our covenants may be acceptable to him, close quote. So here, Moses had to be ready and prepared to be this conduit through which the Lord's blessings could happen. Uh, I mean, obviously, we're going to talk in a minute about the principle of sustaining our leaders. I mean, that's a clear one that we can get from this. But I like the um, the suggestion and the um, insight about how Moses himself had to be prepared. And of course, this doesn't just refer to the president of the church, although this is a very um, easy uh, parallel to make. Um, but it can apply to us. How often in our lives is there things that are taking place before us in our family or in, in, our, in the, our places of work, in our um, people that we have stewardship over or for, for um, in, in our callings or ministering families or whatever it may be? Um, how many times are there things going on in these people's lives? And we can be a presence, a support for them. But we need to have ourselves prepared and ready to have clean, industrious hands ready to raise and to support and to give help with um, if we're not in that position or if we're not able to raise those those prepared hands then perhaps they will struggle more because we're not able to support as much uh, so I think that that first of all is an important lesson we learn from this that Moses was prepared uh, to receive that power the Lord's power through him uh, for the Israelites to to um, conquer or to or to succeed um, but of course, another clear uh, lesson we learn from this is the fact uh, or, is, or is the importance of sustaining, again, not just the presence of the church, um, but anyone uh, in their calls. We raise our right hands to sustain and to pledge the fact that we will support everyone uh, that is called to a calling uh, in, in our in our wards. It's not just the bishop or, or the state president in our local areas that we sustain or their councillors. It is Every individual um, who receives a call to serve uh, in, in, in our areas, whether it be a teacher or whether it be whoever, uh, we have the opportunities to say that we will sustain them. Um, and it is this example that we see with Moses, uh, with Aaron and her. Um, President Harold B. Lee said, quote, that, is, that also is not without its shadow today and its lesson to Israel. Here sits today on this stand the man who... Uh, as president of this church who holds his hand in his hand the rod of the Lord. He is sitting upon the mount, and as long as his hands are upheld by obedience to his direction and his counsel, Israel will prevail against her enemies. But whenever we come to a time when we allow his hands to fall, and we as the priesthood of the living God fail to uphold his hands, just in that day we may expect our enemies to come in upon us and to destroy us. Close quote. That for us today is a reminder about the need, after we have just raised our hands to the square, uh, to sustain um, the leaders of the church in general conference just recently. Um, so we need to make sure that we, on our actions and in our, um, and in our thoughts and in our words, that we sustain those individuals and those individuals who have been called by the Lord uh, to, to lead of course, they will not be perfect, they will make mistakes, and they will at times make very big mistakes, um, because they are they are human. And I hope that uh, we 
give them the um, the patience and the time that we would hope others give to us. Um, but they have been called um, and they are um, they need our support. Uh, and as they do sustain us, then all together we can overcome our, our enemies and our difficulties. Thank you so much for listening to this uh, episode today. I hope you enjoyed it. Please do join us tomorrow for our usual Monday episode. And then next week we will uh, be focusing on Easter. I presume I'll probably just follow the um, the suggested uh, materials for Easter in the Come Follow Me manual with that. But I'd love to hear your your thoughts and your study of Easter and maybe some things that you do um, to prepare for the Easter's period as well. Because really it should be given uh, as much, if not even more, uh, reverence and um, focus uh, as Christmas perhaps. Uh, So I think that that is something for us to consider. Thank you very much for your time and until we meet again.